two things with the 80s. One, raising children now versus what it was like raising children in the 80s. And then kind of the flip side of that was like growing up totally 80s, early 90s. And, you know, some fun around that. Welcome to the Big Ask Podcast. For no ask is ever too big. I'm Tara Renzi. And I'm Brooke Run. We are on a mission to give women confidence to rise and be bold, ask for what they desire, and be who they came to be. But if you want all that, you're going to have to put a little ask into it. We know that all asks come in different shapes and sizes, but the bigger the ask, the bigger the win. Welcome to the Big Ask Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Ask Podcast. I am co-host Tara Renzi. And I am Brooke Run. Welcome. We're so excited for what we're going to talk about today, which is... All about the 80s, baby. The best well, years technically, ever. I mean, like late 80s, early 90s. Yes, the best times. Like the best music, simplicity, normalcy, like all of it, right? <laughs> I mean, it's really crazy. So uh, first off, I think we need to update everybody on kind of what's going on with the big ass, what we've been up to, and then we're going to be talking about all about the 80s and really just kind of the perspective of of two things with the 80s. One, raising children now versus what it was like raising children in the 80s. And then kind of the flip side of that was like growing up totally 80s, early 90s, and, you know, some fun around that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for today because I was born in 1980. And I just feel like the 80s and 90s, life was just so much easier. You know, like your kids could play out. I could play outside until the street lights came on. I remember riding my banana boat seat, bicycle, and cruising the streets and not having any fear or anything, right? Did you have a pink huffy? You bet I did. A pink huffy huffy with a uh, cushioned pink banana seat. Yeah, Yeah, which, by the way, they should always have bicycles with those seats, because a lot, Do they I feel make like, banana seats anymore? I don't know, but they should. Because the seats I see men and women riding on down the street, you know that stuff hurts. Oh, girl, I've got a... You, do you have a bike? No, I don't have a bike. I need oh, yeah. a bike. Yeah. Okay, so I have a bike, and it actually is really fun. But I've got, like, the big ass, big ass seat bike. <laughs> I love it. I love it. See, I can't do, I can't do the small seats. Like, I used to actually take cycling classes indoors and i remember how painful it was without the banana boat seats you don't talk about like you the the small like seats with no cushion no padding ouch right it hurts like cycling classes you don't no you just like to be able to cruise freely like in the 80s that's pretty much what i do and you know what else i do i actually instead of because i don't want to wear headphones because obviously like i'm worried like i could get hit right you know like i wouldn't hear a horn honk so I strap my um, iPhone and I play Yacht Rock. I love it. And I just drive around. I'm like, sailing, take me away. I'm coming up on your left. <laughs> I love it. I Riding love it. Bike, listening to Yacht Rock. Okay. So is Yacht Rock, is that 80s and 90s? Or what is Yacht Rock? That'd be like 70s, 80s. Okay. Okay. 70s is good yeah. too. You know, yeah, I can't really it is. Yeah, it was really so good. I was, I was born in 77. Okay. 
So tell me, when was like Journey, like Chicago? That's 80s, right? Like those are the 80s? Well, Chicago, well, you know, all those bands started in the 70s. Okay. Okay. And then they just kind of like my dad's favorite bands. And I listen to those today. And actually my kids, they listen to that music a lot with me. I'm giving them culture, right? And it's like the best music. It really is. Oh my gosh. So we grew up, I mean, obviously in the 80s, what was your first cassette tape? Do you remember? Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. Whitney Houston. I loved Whitney. Yeah. So the bodyguard con, uh, you know, this, that CD, that whole thing. And I mean, I would belt that out in fourth grade. Like it was like, I, I felt like I was Whitney Houston, you know? I mean, it was like amazing. What was your first cassette? So I, I got, um, I mean, we bought a lot of cassettes, but I remember Tiffany, New Kids mm-hmm. on the Block, Madonna. Mm-hmm. I had all of yeah. those. And Debbie then Gibson. around fourth grade, I got the Def Leppard. Oh, yeah. Cassette. Uh-huh. And I remember my mom was so concerned because my brothers and I started listening to hair bands. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she was like, is this Satan worshiping music? And we were like, um, <laughs> no. Like, but it was, you know, it was a shock to like what of like, you know, some of the early 80s. Like I loved Depeche Mode and um, The Cure. Yeah. We listened to a ton of like. I mean, stupid music. Like, they might be giants. Did you ever listen to them? No, I've never heard of them. But I felt like the 80s, like mid-80s, there was a shift. Like a major shift in music, you know? And what's crazy is your mom thought that was bad. Now, if we're going to talk what we're into now, right? Like, the music these kids are listening to now. I mean, it's a a shock. It's a shock. Oh, it's a shock. It is Uh a shock. You know, Scott, so the boys like a lot of the rap music. And... um, We've had their explicit filter on and they wanted their explicit filter off. Mm-hmm. And Scott was like, look, I'll make a deal with you. I will take the explicit filter off. If you call grandma and read the lyrics of this rap <laughs> song to her. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. So. The, oh, of course they did. I mean, uh-huh. this was so explicitly wrong and gross. The way they talk about women, oh, yeah. the way they talk about, you know, sex and drugs and Glocks. And mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. That's why for me, like we actually listen to Christian rap. So my oh, kids. Oh, yes, you were telling me about Christian yeah. rap. I need to and put it on for the boys and see if see if I can just pull it off. It's actually legit. Like Nick, you know, he, he likes his rap music. But we listen to to Christian rap all the time. It's legit. It's really good. Like Lecrae, like KB. Like, give me a verse from one of the rap songs. I mean, I just don't even know if I can bust one out right now. But like, if you're looking for a Christian rap, I mean, you're, I don't even think your kids would notice the difference, honestly. Mm-hmm. That it just doesn't have all that crap in it, right? And so it's KB, right. Lecrae. They're both like probably our favorite. But they're really good. Like at first, even Ellie was like, should we be listening to this? I'm like, yeah, it's Christian rap, you know? So it's really, yeah, really good. I love that. Yeah. Well, you know what Scott said also? He's like, you know what's missing from all these songs is love. Yeah. There's no, and even you go back to like the 80s hair bands. I mean, they were singing about falling in love with some girl and, you know, what happened. I mean, you think about all those those songs. And I mean, they were so silly. Yeah. Obviously, you know, they talked about making out in the, you know, back of the car and like summer love. Like all those yeah. songs were just so fun. And so we, I... So I grew up, you know, very much listening to like New Kids on the Block, Tiffany, Madonna, Prince, um, 
remember my brother Travis, he loved Prince. Mm -hmm. And uh, purple, but we also, rain, purple, purple rain, purple rain. That's my favorite. Yeah. Um, we listened to, but my dad, he loved like Lionel Richie. So I know every Lionel Richie song. Same. I mean, I can just belt it out. We listened oh, to a ton of Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, oh, who was the other one? That, Air Supply. Mm hmm. Did you guys mm -hmm. listen to Air Supply? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If he would have liked oh, yeah. he would have loved Air Supply. Yeah, Ario Speedwagon. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, those were really and truly the good old days. Like, there was just so much meaning behind the lyrics, right? There was just, it just, you're right. It was love. Like, it just, I don't yeah. know. And we're a song so comes on a bar still, in a bar, and everyone starts singing. And that's the thing about the music these days. Like, that will not happen again. Yeah. And... What's really crazy? Well, when we were in Lawrence, what they were all playing '90s house music yes. at all the bars. Yes, yes, they were. That was so wild that all the kids were like they were listening to that in the the bars, like our music. We were like, "What in the world?" I know because I was at KU poster. in the '90s, and yeah, you know, so I felt like I was right back at college. Yeah, except for I looked twenty years older than everyone. <laughs> but super hot, girl. Super hot. No, I'm. That's what's so crazy is. Now what the kids are listening to or just what's being played on the radio, there's not a lot of substance to it. You know, there's not a lot of heart, you know, soul, nothing like that. So that's what I tell my kids. I'm like, we're putting on some journey. I mean, this is like and Lionel Richie. This is soul music, right? right? This is like you're connected to these songs. But like now they don't have that. So one thing that's really curious, so like in the 80s and 90s, you know, well, in the 80s, you would buy the album. You, I mean, and it was a big deal, like. I mean, reading the lyrics to the song, because you couldn't get on. And there were so many times I was like, oh, that's what they're saying. Uh -huh. Because it's not like we had Google where we could go yeah. be like, I mean, we messed up more song lyrics in the 80s and 90s before the internet because we just didn't know what they were saying and Google yes. didn't exist. Um, Speaking of Google, we didn't have that growing up. Oh, no, we didn't even have computers. No. Well, the only time I had computers is when I was playing Oregon Trail. Do you remember Oregon Trail in the library? It was what like did my everybody get and die from? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But what, it was like what my did people favorite. Get? There was a disease that you got if you got it. They would get a disease. I don't remember what it was, but like that was my favorite. I love computer days, you know, but we never had a computer at home. I mean, it was like you're playing outside. You know, Google did not oh, exist. Yeah. I mean, we had um, Nintendo. Yes, we did too. Duck Hunt, um, Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. I loved me some Duck Hunt. It was so oh, fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling but you. I remember old. my parents being like, get off that stupid mini box <laughs> and go outside and play. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but I grew up in a really small town. Did you grow up in the city? You did, right? Yeah, I grew up in, like, Lee Summit. Lee Summit okay. area. Yeah. So... so but so now in the small town, we would literally just ride our bikes all day around town. We'd ride up to the pool. In the mornings, I remember in the summer, we had swimming lessons. So we'd get up really early. We'd ride our bikes up to the pool. Then we'd go to the cafe and get a cinnamon roll. And then we'd come home and my mom would be pissed because we were sitting around in wetsuits in the house. Mm -hmm. We're like, well, we've got to go back up to the pool because mm -hmm. it opens at one. Yeah. And See, then we'd be up to the pool and we'd literally just be like, we were free birds. Yeah. I was too. Like I was a free bird. Like there was a little downtown area and I remember it was like a really old pharmacy and they had like cherry malts. And so I would drive to the downtown area on my bicycle 
by myself. I mean, I would be gone all day. My mom would say, come home when the streetlights are on. And there was no fear. Like there wasn't, I didn't have any fear in the world. You know, like I I just, and I really wasn't honestly taught to like look and be, be prepared and be aware. you wear a helmet? Yeah. No. God, no, I didn't wear a helmet. No. No, Those those were not a thing at, at that time. That's but it so was like, funny. I just didn't have the fear that, you know, that, but I feel like with social media, like we're just so much more maybe aware, but times are definitely changed, you know, since yeah. we grew up in the eighties. Um, so I remember when I got to, I guess I would have been in high school when we had computers No, mm-hmm. in the high school. So I was in high school from 91 to 95 and we had to take typing then. Mm-hmm. Did you have to take typing? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd have to like learn how to type accurately. Yeah. And um, Dave Everhart switched my screen. He switched the keyboard from his keyboard to my screen. And I thought that my computer was like possessed (laughs) because it was like, hi, Tara, I'm watching you. And I was like, oh, because I had no clue. Like I was such a clue bag when it came to like any sort of technology that you could actually That's unplug so one oh my gosh plug it in and i was like starting to freak out and then yeah. he started laughing and then i figured it out oh my gosh that's too funny no i mean i just remember i remember being in school and just being able to use a computer was a really big deal and you had to type so many words like in a minute do you remember that yeah. like 200 words or something like that and it was like you know now i like think kids i mean i don't know do kids take Typing? I don't think they I have, have keyboard out. classes. I don't think they have keyboard classes anymore. Oh, that's so crazy. Which is so dumb because, I mean, to this day, I'm sitting in front of my computer. I spent all afternoon typing up a flyer and working on content. Me too. I mean, they. I guess they know how to type on their iPhones, their phones, right? Yeah. Texting. So, I mean, the 80s for us, it was also, there was none of this youth sports nonsense. Like, they had, there was bitty ball for basketball, which was, like, over in the winter time. It was nothing serious. There was a few games. Um, my brothers played baseball, but it was also nothing like youth sports are today. Um, and it was really fun because my girlfriend and I that lived, my friend, best friend who lived across the street, we loved to go to all the games because we would just get to run around the park. Yeah, exactly. All night and catch lightning bugs. Oh, and, lightning bugs, you know, yeah. it's such a most, now it's like, if your kid is not taking private lessons in soccer at eight years old, something's up. I mean, it's weird, right? Like it's the pressure that these kids are under at such a young age, you know, like there would have never been a 7 PM game or practice on a school night ever. No, that would not have been allowed. Now. I mean, people are, we were out until eight 30. The game started at eight 30 for my son. He's eight. Yeah. You know, in the evening that would never would have happened in the eighties. No. no. Um, and then, you know, families still gathered around the TV mm-hmm. to watch family programming. Like yes. that was when uh, America's Funniest Home Videos came out. Yeah, love that. Which Will was a fun show. Alf. Yeah. Oh, Alf was such good. Uh, what was the other one? Um, oh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains. That By was the way, did you hear Kirk Cameron is speaking in Kansas City tomorrow night? No, he is. Oh, my gosh. Growing Pains. Uh, what was the one with Michael J. Fox? Uh, no, what was that? I don't remember. Family Ties. Family Ties. That was such a good one. Did you watch uh, Rags to Riches? No, I never watched Rags to Riches. Um, what was the one with the girls that were all like basically orphans? And Blair was one of the characters. Oh, the Golden Girls. 
No, no. the Golden Girls. No. That was a, that was out though. Then, yeah. um, oh my god, we watched all the like after school. Nickelodeon had all the old school. Like we watched all the Leave It to Beaver reruns, Saved by the Bell, Save. But that was Saturday morning, which was also yeah. a sacred time. Like you would actually get out of bed oh, to yeah. watch cartoons because you couldn't just watch them any other time. You I had to actually watch. get up. I would watch Pee Wee Herman and oh Pee Wee's Play. <laughs> Playhouse. Like it was so bizarre, you know. And then I would watch wrestling. <laughs> My, you know that my dad loved WWF wrestling, and he yeah. took us to a wrestling match when I was in like third grade. Yeah, isn't that wild? Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Okay, what movies were your favorites back then? Like mine okay. was Can't Buy yeah. Me Love. Or he's like, yeah, got the radio. Top Gun. Top Gun. Yeah, one of my first. Uh, Splash. Did you go see Splash? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it was such a good one. Yeah, big. But I think that might have been in the nineties. Goonies. Oh, it was so good. Oh my God, I loved so it. Okay, it's like, you know what else I loved? Um, American Anthem. Did you watch the gymnast no. movie? No. Oh my God. I got to figure out the name. I'm going to get on my phone right now. Okay. The guy who was um, the lead in American Anthem might be one of the most beautiful. Well, he was. Yeah. We'll have to Mitch see Gaylord, I think, is his name. Okay. Do you know who that is? No, I'll have to look him up. Um, I'm looking him up right now. I'm sorry you guys can't see my phone, but yeah, Mitch um, Gaylord, you all look him up. Get on your phone, ladies and jets. American and Anthem. Check out this guy. Of course, it brings up the American Anthem, the movie. Okay, so we'll have to look that up. Okay, so let's talk about something. How Hold on, we... let me show you. Oh yeah, ladies, Girl, look him up. Google American Anthem, the movie, and thank me later. Yeah. Um. So we loved this. Um. Yeah, Mitch Gaylord, Janet yeah. Jones. It was it was about U.S. gymnasts. Okay, we're gonna. I I missed that one, T. But okay, so we also then in the eighties, HBO came out, mm -hmm. and you could watch HBO after hours and see yeah. like kissing, uh huh, maybe some boobs, uh huh, maybe. <laughs> oh, obviously, we also in the eighties we loved Weird Science, Sixteen Candles, Breakfast oh, yeah. Club, all those, oh, yeah, like cult movies. They were the best. They were the best. Okay. What was, let's talk about this, in the 80s, the only form of communication I had was either notes being passed in class. Oh, my God. Loved passing notes. The, yes. The phone that had a rotary dial thing on it. And I a also, really hella long cord. Yes. And I also had the clear phone, mm. you know, like the clear phone with the cord that stuck into the wall, which my kids are like, See the what? inside of the phone? Oh, yeah. My kids are like, what is that? I'm like, that's a phone jack. It's a phone jack. They don't even know what that is because nobody has landlines anymore. <laughs> and then I had a beeper, a pager. Oh, I never had that. But that would have been oh, the and I loved it. when you had We that. like had encrypted messages where we'd um, turn them upside down and we can like read welcome, hello or whatever it was, you know, like the, like the letters, like the numbers. I thought only drug dealers had pagers. You know, maybe, you know, I don't know. I had a, pe <laughs> I had a beeper. I'd just be like, so, yes, passing notes. Um, well, I did. I I did get a cell phone, a bagged cell phone for my car in the early '90s because my parents were divorced. And I had to drive 90 miles, and my dad was I mean, like, and I drove it all the time by myself, which is crazy. Yeah. I, on the highway for 90 miles by myself at age 16, driving back and forth. Would Many you ever allow night. your kids to do that now? No. Yeah. Mm -mm. See. Yeah. I did have to use the bag phone a few times. Um, I mean, it, it's just. 
So I didn't even get my first cell phone until I was out of college. Yeah, I didn't get one either for, I mean, forever. We had and it was, so in the 90s then, we actually had the, the whiteboard. Did you have yeah. one of those in your apartment? No. What do you mean? So we had the just the white, you know, a whiteboard with a, a yeah. erasable marker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the blackboard and the whiteboard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have chalk, though. The whiteboard just used the marker. And so we would be like, went to quick shop. Like, uh-huh. We'd leave a note. Yeah. Or you'd leave something on the answering machine. But you know what's so awesome about that is, like, I feel like our generation, right, we, our communication level is way different than these kids now. Because all they have to do is text. They don't even pick up the phone to call each other. And they there's don't even not even call sentences. Yeah, I know. And there's no eye contact. Like kids, unless you're teaching your children these things, which are essential to like yes. life, you have to make eye contact. Like we make our kids look at us. Like when you're talking, totally. you look up. You know. Yeah. But the like kids, just the communication skills are are it's not good. You know, it's not good. It's really not. And, you know, we kind of are, I saw something hilarious the other day. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it, it had a funny meme with it. But basically it was like our generation, if you were born between like after 75, like we have this sweet spot because we grew up with no technology and then yes. we have learned all the technology and it kind of all evolved right when we were, you know, coming of age into the corporate and career world and all that. But we actually do have an appreciation for everything that was so simple. And I can tell you this right now. Um, I didn't even get on Facebook until Ben was born. Mm -hmm. And I am so thankful that social media did not exist when I was young. Same, same, same. The things that the kids have to go through now and navigate is crazy. It's, it's crazy. You know, like they're growing up through social media. They're growing up from feeling left out because everybody's posting things. Maybe they didn't get invited to. There's a comparison. There's the filters. There's all these things, right, that our kids um, are having to deal with that they shouldn't have to, that we never had to deal with. And your brains, like they're not even mature enough to handle these kind of things, you know, which blows my mind. I don't know. It's just so, I mean... And people are just ruthless. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had trolls come after us mm-hmm. as grown women, and it's rattled us. But imagine right. being a 16-year-old girl mm-hmm. and having someone hop on your thread and just type in mean shit about you. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Well, and the thing is with the kids is like, for my boys specifically, like they'll post some stuff and I'll be like, oh, whoa, you cannot post that. That's not appropriate. Yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah. Why? And I'm just like... It's, it's actually fine, but people are so sensitive that like, if you post, I like the color orange, someone mm-hmm. might come after you Yeah, oh, yeah. or assume that you are a criminal waiting to wear an orange jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> like people just draw the craziest lines and people have completely lost their mind and people are afraid to say anything because like the internet and social media has given everyone free a platform That's to right. come after people. And there's no... Like bullying used to be like, you know, there was a, like, there were like known bullies, right? Like the kids like on the playground, right? Like you knew this person, like, oh, stay away. You know, he's, he's a bully. He's going to come take the ball from you. He's going to push you down. Now it's like, it's like my, Nick always says to me, he's like, the biggest bullies are always in their car. 
Oh yeah. Because they can say whatever they want, act whatever they want. Cause they're in a car, right? You're going to, they're going to like leave. They can just do whatever they want. They feel invincible. And it's the same thing on social media. Like you feel invincible because people aren't going to see you again. They're not going to, they're not going to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's right. just, you can people see what you want. have to come and yeah. talk shit to your face. Yeah, and now exactly. like anybody in any planet at any time can yeah. just leave a message for you. Yeah. Ding. Yeah. So parents, Teach your children to be kind and also help them understand that social media is not reality. It feels like they're reality, right? It totally does, but it's not reality, you know? Yeah. I am so thankful that we did not grow up with social media. Well, and I just think that, you know, the, the, what's these kids is like their brains are so, they have been developed so differently than ours mm -hmm. where we watched a show, we had to sit through the commercials. There was no fast forwarding. Where, you know, if you wanted something, you actually had to listen to it for a little bit where the kids yeah. are scroll, scroll. I mean, their minds are making split second decisions on whether they want to watch, whether you're a friend, whether you're a foe, whether you want to tune in or tune out. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the, scroll, 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 scroll. Oh, wait, I'm going to watch this. Oh, that was funny. Ah, and then on to the next thing. That's right. But it is, I mean, um, Jack hasn't so much yet, but Ben has finally gotten into shows. Mm-hmm. Like where he'll want to binge watch a show, which yeah. I think is actually good. I'm like, oh my God, you're human. You don't just <laughs> watch a YouTube short. Yeah. 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 No, my kids. So we, so my kids are young I mean, they're eight and 11, but we don't even have iPads. We've never let them have iPads. Like, um, they obviously don't even know. I mean, they know what social media is cause they see me on it cause that's what I do for a living. But, um, I've, we've tried to really keep our kids almost like growing up in the eighties besides being able to run around town with until the lights come on, you know, but it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. We really monitor everything they do and, um, everything that they see and all of that. So I don't know. It's just different, but well, and I'm a little bit older than you, you know, our, we didn't even have an iPad or anything like that until yeah. I think Jack was maybe five. Yeah. Like Ben had never even been on an iPad until he was like six because we just didn't have iPhones either. We had, I had a Blackberry for work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, so as like, if we were parenting in the eighties, like my parents, mm -hmm. they literally could choose what we saw, what we didn't see. They were very protective mm -hmm. and basically also culture and ultimately the government protected, right? Like what was on TV, you know, HBO could only have certain things on after a certain, like you couldn't play a rated R movie in the middle of the day mm -mm. that had to go on. I think it was like after nine or 10 PM. And then it had to have all kinds of content things. I will tell you what I thought was hilarious. My kids tried to go to a movie the other day and they wouldn't let them in. Oh, interesting. I'm like, Oh, but you let them on the internet and like, yeah. you can get anything. And Instagram trolls people for like <sighs> sex and everything else. But you know, so everything was very, what was on public, everything was filtered. I mean, you couldn't even buy a, a CD that had explicit words in it if you weren't 18. And I remember my brother had a shirt that said, I buy music for minors. Mm -hmm. Just because he, you know, I mean, it was kind of silly, right? Like you yeah. can't buy music. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but, you know, back then, the people who had explicit lyrics, it was so controversial. Yeah. Um, I mean, you think about Madonna's Like a Virgin song. I mean, that... Uh you know, oh, it was crazy. It was, but yes, think about would. like, but think about like the TV shows right now. Like I've watched, we just um, started watching like some shows or TV. They can say like shit and the B word now and like all these things on normal TV. 
Oh, you can? Yes, you can cuss on normal TV now. You can say ass, shit, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, I mean, it's like normal TV. I was like, did they just say that? And he's like, Nick's like, yeah, they did. You know, like, it blows my mind that you can say normal things on TV. Right. Did you see my story the other day where Instagram's censoring me saying the word ass, but then... I pull up the followers and there's like total like pornography bots that are like, come over and watch my first like unfiltered, yeah. Yeah. look at my unfiltered. And then there's links right on Instagram to pornography sites. I mean, no one is like, no one is looking out for the kids anymore. Oh no. It's, it's, well, we won't get on the subject, but it's complete exploitation of kids at this point, you know, like yeah. the drastic change we've experienced in the last two and a half years. It, it really blows my mind to be quite honest. Like, yeah. but that's a whole other podcast. We'll stick to the eighties today. <laughs> well, you know? I mean, if you just look at, yeah, I mean the stuff that my kids come home with, I'm just like, oh my God, I first off, I never thought about that. That never crossed mm-hmm. my mind when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about fashion. So, okay. okay, So for me in the eighties, I was wearing MC Hammer pants, you know, those big poofy pants that like connected in the middle. That looked like you pooped your pants. Oh, they look like it, but I freaking love those damn things. And then I would wear my scrunchy socks, different colors going on each side, my side pony and my bangs were like 10 inches tall. Like what would your bangs? Oh yeah. I had major perm in my hair and like I would flip curl with the smallest barrel curling iron Oh, that you could possibly get with Aquanet. And I would, it would be harder than a rock and I would be skating at the roller rink and it would just kind of wave a little bit. My, my bangs, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like the fashion back then was on point. Well, and you know, a lot of the 80s stuff has come back. Yeah. You know what I wish would go away? It's tragic though. What's that? Not quite as tragic. Yeah. And my husband's like, yeah, and everyone's wearing 90s stuff, but there in the 90s, it, we were wearing Doc Martens with flannels. You know, people weren't wearing just a little bra and a yeah. pair of big baggy jeans. They were wearing okay. a big baggy shirt. Do you remember all the flannels that you used to oh, have? Yeah. A ton of flannels. That's the one thing I wish, like, Nick tells me he works at the gym and he's like, I saw 13 year olds and sports bras and biker shorts like at the gym they're 13 and i'm like what in the world cover yourself up girls you guys are so young you know right i mean crop tops up to the hill with like baggy i just don't get it i really I mean i guess it's great that they're comfortable but i think it creates a ton of body issues for girls i mean once again i mean Right now, I'm in a situation where I have gained a little weight and I feel so uncomfortable in all my clothes. And I can't imagine if it was expected that I was to be in short shorts and crop tops all the time. Yeah. Let's go back to the MC Hammer pants and the scrunchy socks. Jerbo. Shall we? Yeah. Which did you have your did you have your bow jeans? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So you remember the top? Boom. Then they just oh, got boom. cute. Oh boom. And merry-go-round was like my, one of my favorite stores. Do you remember merry-go-round? I loved merry-go-round. And what was the one? Oh, Maurice's. And they had the, like the brainy character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was that? And five, seven, nine. Oh yeah. Five, seven, nine. Five, seven, nine. But merry-go-round, those salespeople were hardcore. I mean, they would. Oh, same with the buckle. The oh buckle. yeah. Oh yeah. The buckle. The buckle, the buckle. It is. It doesn't work like it used to. We used to have a joke that was like, Whoever, if you can get to the back of the buckle, 
touch the wall and come back out without someone trying to sell you something, you get a free slice of Sabaro's pizza at the mall. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so let me ask you this. If you could teleport back to the eighties with you and your family, would you do it? I don't, I mean, if I could raise, I mean, I feel like there's like pros and cons, right? I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, I mean, technology is such a double edged sword of like good and bad and evil. Um, you know, I asked Ben the other day, I said, would you have wanted to go grow up in like the late eighties, early nineties? Cause I mean, for me, I was, I went from high school to 91 and I graduated college in 99. So like mm -hmm. my teenage years were the nineties. Mm -hmm. And he was like, honestly, I think I would. It just seemed like a cool time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean the nineties, especially because we got in on technology, right? Mm -hmm. Like we start the, the computers were there. We had, excuse me, dial up internet. I remember yeah. I had dial up in my oh, college yeah. dorm. Uh -huh. You'd like go into a chat room and you'd be like, whoa, there are some weirdos out there. <laughs> Do you remember like Y2K? Like we thought the world was ending. Oh, yes. <laughs> we had the biggest party that night. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we thought we're dying tomorrow. Like tomorrow. It's, they it's thought it. that every computer might turn yeah. off. And like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't gosh. it crazy, though, that when they built all that technology, they didn't factor in that, that it was going to be, you know, Y2K Absolutely. eventually. Yeah, I know. It's so wild. I would go back to the 80s, 90s in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, I would. You know, times were just so much more simpler. There was just the values, family, everything was just so different. And mm -hmm. I still resonate a lot with that, you know, um, raising my children today. And so I would go back in a heartbeat. And I would forget yeah. about all the technology we have now and be totally happy with it. Yeah, I would definitely, I would love for my kids to experience high school and college in the 90s. Yeah. <sighs> right. Yeah. Because we, we went and visited have... KU and they are not. Exactly. <laughs> we just didn't have the, um, I mean, obviously we had stress and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, I was telling Ben, I was like, you know, when I was a kid, nobody got diagnosed with ADHD. Nobody um, was in our high schools put on tons of anxiety medicine. And, um, you know, everybody, it's like once a quick fix these days. And yes, all of those things exist and kids have anxiety and kids have ADHD, but it's crazy how in literally from 1990 to now, how different that is specifically. Yeah. Well, I think that obviously, I think, you know, people are overly medicated. I think that there are this is a whole different podcast, but, you know, our system's pretty jacked and it continues to get weirder and weirder. And it's definitely not for keeping people healthy. Obviously, we've talked about this, like you just recently did a post on dye and stuff that we allow in the United States versus other countries, which is so true, right? Yeah, like if you buy a pack of Haribo gummies in the States, they are completely different than what they put in and the ones you get over in Europe. That's right. Yeah. They have like a very short list of preservatives that they even allow in the country, whereas we have thousands, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just completely different, but I don't know. I just, I think that there's a system now to keep people sick, you know, in my opinion, but that's a so whole are you thing. Out, well, I know you are in a, a house. You're still looking for a house, but what kind of, what did you normally hand out for Halloween candy? So my son has a peanut allergy as well. So Halloween used to be one of my favorite holidays, but not anymore because I have to like watch Maverick like a hawk just because he has a peanut allergy. So we've always given like small Kit Kats, small Twix. I actually for a very long time had my kids completely die free. 
we would dot and we would not do anything with dye. There are now times on occasion where I do let them have dye. Um, but I know what it does. I mean, Maverick completely changes when he has anything with red dye. I mean, he is hyper. You can totally see a difference in his behavior. Yeah. So yeah. it's very limited over here. So I grew up in this small town and obviously people gave out candy and stuff. I remember my dad gave out full-size candy bars and silver dollars because he ran the bank. So everybody wanted to come to his house. But like uh -huh. literally there were some ladies, old ladies in town who made these delicious popcorn balls. Uh -huh. And like every year we looked forward to going to their house trick-or-treating because they, and you know, we'd eat them because we'd be like, yeah. oh, we got those at Mary Jane's. Yeah, I haven't seen a good popcorn ball in a really long time. Oh, you know a good pop. Oh, they're so delicious. And, like, it's, sometimes people would make candy apples and, like. It wasn't Topsies. Like, Topsies was a big thing when we were growing up. Oh, yeah. Good Topsies is still, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if Topsies is still around, but they had popcorn balls and, like, cherry limeades. Mm. They're down on the plaza still. Oh, they are? Okay, I'll have to go check mm -hmm. it out. Yeah. Well, anyway, this was fun going down memory lane. It was lane. fun. It was fun. <laughs> I mean, it, this is one of those fun things to reminisce about. And if you talk to anyone who lived in the 80s and 90s, they will they want to talk about it because it was yeah. just a great time. Yeah. Well, I think just the music, the times, the simplicity, just at, life was very, very different than it is now. And there were so many radical changes yes. in um, entertainment and technology where if you look back to even 2000 till today, I mean, I beg you to be like, oh yeah, this was, this changed everything. This yeah. totally made thing like there's not, and there's a, a lot of uh, people who talk about how music, how like Apple and streaming music, like totally changed the music industry oh, yeah. because sure. you know, people don't download, they don't get the, the, the albums anymore. Scott, you know, how we've become like country fans since we went to Nashville he was saying that country music is like the exception where people will download their entire album. Yeah. But that's like listen, it. Listen, I, oh, I feel like country music is one of the only things that's really held on, right? Since like we were growing up, because that's where you do find the love. That's where they talk about relationships. That's where they talk about their dog dying. That's where they talk about all those things, you know? Uh -oh. So you I feel it. like country music is the one thing that has stuck, you know? Yeah, it has. The mm -hmm. 90s country still. Yeah. Like we're watching The Voice right now and Blake Shelton, he's on it. Oh, and I watched like, the other night. Yeah. Oh, uh, I just love him. He's married to Gwen Stefani now and he's just so it. down to earth. I just love him. So. And he's handsome. He's so he cute. Long. He, mm. he is so cute. Well, listen, if you like the Big Ass Podcast today, share it on your social, which we couldn't have done this, you know, in the 80s and 90s, but um, we would have had to have an FM radio show or an AM. Yeah. Yeah. AM, AM radio for Quintera. We are going to be taking this podcast to the next level. We have finally, after lots of great feedback, people telling us they love the show, invested in some marketing. And um, so hopefully you're going to be seeing and hearing a lot more of us and learning about the big ass. What do you guys want to hear on the big ass? Let us know. We'd love to chat more about topics that you want to hear about. And you know what? Really, nothing's off the table. No, nothing is off the table. That's the thing. Like, that's what I love about this podcast, Tara, is it's our podcast, our opinions. We can say what we want. And if people love it, awesome. <clears throat> they want to share it. If they don't, they don't have to listen. Right? So exactly. That's what I love. So that was today was a lot of fun. I love the 80s. I want to go back. <laughs> I love the 80s.
<laughs> Listen to that voice. Thank you so much, guys. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Ask Podcast. Tune back in next week for a new episode where the bigger the ask, the bigger the, the win. win. Thank you, guys. Bye.